All right, we got our lesson for today. How shall we know that the, which, the word which the Lord has not spoken? And that comes from uh, the book of uh, the Deuteronomy 18 and verses 21. We'll read part of that uh, kind of uh, <clears throat> come up to where that come from. And then we'll read verses... Uh, in chapter Deuteronomy chapter 18, uh, we'll start at verse number 9. Uh, and then we'll read to the uh, rest of the chapter. <clears throat> it says, And when thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God has given thee, thou shalt not lean to do after the abomination of those nations. There shall not uh, be found among you anyone that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or observers of time, or an, an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God do do is drive them out from, from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. But these nations which thou shalt possess hearken unto observers of time and unto diviners, but as for thee, the Lord thy God has not suffered thee to do. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto thee, Unto him ye shall hearken, according to all that thou uh, desirest of the Lord thy God in Hebron in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord thy God, neither let me see this great fire any more, that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, They have spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth. And he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass that whoever shall not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require of him. But the prophets which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have commanded not him to speak, or that shall speak the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. And if they, and thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speak in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow, nor the thing follow not, nor not come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. But if the prophet has spoken it presumptuously, thou shalt not be afraid of him. And this comes from Isaiah 18. Uh, God talking about them using all these different witchcrafts and, and uh, prophets and things like false prophets and things like that. So he was uh, giving them a commandment. And also he was also predicting that uh, Jesus is going to be coming into the world to give out uh, his commandments. Because the people had already asked that, uh, that they not, you know, hear the voice of God anymore, uh, assume that they was going, 
that they would die because they would hear the voice of the God. So we're going to go from there and we're going to talk about uh, how do we can tell false, in our day it would be false teachers. You know, here he was talking about false prophets during that time, but in our day we'd be talking about how we can determine the uh, difference between a false teacher and a teacher that's teaching scripture. And that's what basically we're going to be uh, focusing our uh, comments on today. <clears throat> so the first thing he said, the question we have is discussions of prophet. You know, here in this lesson here, I mean, in these uh, verses here in, in Deuteronomy 18 is talking about prophets because at that time they did have prophets. Uh, God had prophets in the world that, you know, predict uh, things that was going to happen, which did come to pass, you know, just like he said, if a prophet predicts something and it, and it come not to pass, then that prophet didn't speak in the name of the Lord. It said, you know, <clears throat> it said that there was a punishment for speaking a word in Jehovah's name that he has not commanded you know, what's to die in Deuteronomy 18.20. We, we wrote, read that in our earlier reading. So in other words, if somebody speaks in the name of Jehovah things that he commanded not, then that prophet would die. You know, at that time, you know, it was a literal, literal death that these people would die. You remember in Acts, Acts chapter 5 and Ananias and Sapphira, you know, they literally died because they lied, you know, uh, about the Holy Spirit. So uh, they lied about the, well, they lied about the amount of the property that they had sold and gave as charity. And, and uh, they told them that, you know, they only, you know, lied, you know, to them, but they lied to the Holy Spirit. So they both died at that point right then. But, you know, we don't die a physical death when it comes to us doing something against God's will. We die that spiritual death first, and later on, you know, we made, when we die that, physical death, then we have our, uh, uh, we have our judgment. So it said, uh, <clears throat> so in, in Acts uh, 3, uh, also, <clears throat> Acts 3, 1 through 26, you know, uh, Peter talked about that, and, you know, he brought up these scriptures in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 18, you know, about, you know, about the prophet and, and, and uh, not uh, obeying someone who, uh, Give not, uh, uh, talk in the name of the God. So we want to see that, uh, uh, you know, whoever teaches things that they shouldn't be teaching, that, you know, spiritually, well, most of the time if they're teaching something they're not teaching, they're probably not a Christian in the first place. But if they are a Christian and they are teaching things that they shouldn't teach, then that, that takes their uh, a book out of the name of the a book of life. So preventing God's word is, uh, perverting God's word is, uh, is a greater crime than most people realize. In other words, you know, whether you're knowing it or not and do it, it's, you know, still a sin. You know, you know, when we do something that's a sin, whether we know it or not, you know, it's still a sin. You know, uh, some people, some of, the, of our denominations of friends, they teach things that they believe is true. Yeah, but them believing that is true, you know, what did Jesus say in, in Matthew 7, 23? Uh, he said, you know, anyone that said, Lord, Lord, in the, everybody that says, Lord, Lord, don't enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who do the will of my Father. So in other words, just because you're doing things in the name of God and think what you're doing is right, 
that don't make it right. You know, we have to make sure that what we're doing, uh, we're doing the right thing. <clears throat> and then uh, in, uh, said people continue to follow false teachers even though the scriptures warn against them. You know, so we talked about that. You know, the scripture warned against, uh, God warned these people against, you know, uh, following uh, these different chanters and witches and divinators and sending their children through the fire because well, that was a part of a religion back then. You know, they uh, put their uh, children through the fire because of false gods. You know, so, you know, so he was saying, you know, don't follow these people. You know, you know if, if somebody tell you something that, that I didn't command, you know, then don't listen to it. You know, and then we have to know how to look for false prophets. We're going to talk about that a little bit later also. Uh, Matthew 7, uh, 15, it said, beware of false prophets, you know, in sheep's clothing. You know, in other words, a false prophet is not going to tell you he's a false prophet. He's going to make you think that he's, you know, somebody that you can trust. You know, you know they're not, you know. Uh, they'll try to tell enough truth to get you to listen to them, and then uh, a lot. Of, and some of them even don't tell a lot of truth. Uh, some of them is, you know, when they talk, you know, they all the way off the grid, but people still follow. Them. You know, you have stupid. Look at the Davidians. You know, this guy. You know, how many people followed him, and how many people died that day because they was following. Him? You know, so it's. <clears throat> You know, some people, you know, listen to pretty much anything. So we want to make sure that when, we, when somebody tells us something that we have to go back and uh, uh, research the scriptures like the, uh, like the, the Bereans did in Acts chapter 17. You know, where they searched the scriptures daily to make sure whatever the apostles was preaching to them that they was telling the truth according to the scripture. And that's what we should do. No matter who's up there preaching or teaching, you know, we should go back and verify what they're saying. And then if they're saying something that's not scripture, then we need to go back and, you know, we don't have to go and confront them about it, but we need to go back and say, well, I looked search the scripture of what you was talking about. And the scripture says something a little bit different than what you were saying. You know, so, so let's go back and, you know, make sure we're both on the same page with it. You know, some, you know, you don't have to go back and be dogmatic about it, but you need to go back and let them know that what, you know, what they've said wasn't scripture. You know, and, uh, and, and then you can show them in scripture, you know, where, where the correction should be. Matthew 24, 24 said there all rise false prophets and false Christ to deceive people. You know, and, and, and do we have people that come by and, you know, pretend that they are Christ? We got people that come by pretend that they were sent by God. You know, we got those happening all the time today. You know, man needs to be... Uh, uh, Men needs to recognize a false prophet or they may land up in a ditch. You know, that's what Jesus said. You know, if the blind lead the blind, they're all going to fall up, end up in a ditch. And that's what's going to happen. When you follow people who don't know what they're talking about, they're going to lead you the wrong way. You know, <clears throat> and we don't want to follow people unless we know that they're sure that they know what they're talking about. And that's the main thing. You know, us knowing the scripture enough or learning them enough about the scripture. I know sometimes when we're new Christians, you know, we have to rely on other people to tell us things according to the scripture. But we still, even as new Christians, should go back and read up what people are teaching us. You know, uh, we should learn. That should be the first thing we teach Christians 
when they be baptized, that when you hear a, a sermon, when somebody teaching you something, uh, uh, a uh, Bible lesson, you know, you need to go back and follow up to see that what they're telling you is true. You know, you know, you need to learn how to. You need to teach them how to look up scripture. You need to teach them how to search scriptures. We need to teach them how to, you know, uh, know the difference. You know, how to put those scriptures together. You know, and that's where a lot of people go wrong. You know, they don't know how to search the scriptures and find other scriptures to support the scriptures that they're reading. You know, that's what we have to do. We have to read scripture, find other scriptures to support those scriptures, and then we can go from there. <clears throat> Anybody got any questions or comment before I go any further? Uh, I'm going to try to get this lesson done pretty quick because I got a video I want to show that I think go, go along with this uh, uh, lesson really well. It's, it's, it's a 30-minute video, but I want to only show about maybe 10 minutes of it because it's going to kind of show some things that go along with this lesson. <clears throat> uh, so, again, God's infallible rule. You know, a simple and fair test. You know, that's all we need, a simple and fair test of whether we know we've got a false prophet or not, or a false teacher. And nowadays, you know, we consider them false teachers, you know, but back then, you know, they did have prophets, so you would have false prophets. You know, and of course, we can consider ourselves prophets because when we tell things out, out of the Bible that's prophesied things, we are prophesying. You know, we're just not doing it on our own accord. We're doing it according to the scriptures. <clears throat> You know, but he said, when a prophet speak in the name of the Lord, if the thing fall or not or come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. That's what it said in Deuteronomy 18. In other words, if they say something and it don't happen, then they're a false prophet. You know, uh, so anything that the prophets back then told the people, those things came to pass. Even if it was hundreds of years later, they still came to pass. You know, but... If you know, it said if, if it don't if it don't come to pass, the thing which the Lord has not spoken. In other words, you know, we got to make sure that and everything in the scriptures that prophesies different things, we know that either have come to pass or it will come to pass, you know, in the future. Like the we know we you know, we know that the uh that uh uh the judgment day hadn't come, but we know it's coming. Why? Because the scripture said it is. So we got to look for that day. You know, we know it's coming, you know, because the Bible has already prophesied the end of the world. What did the Bible say about the end of the world? What did the Bible say about the world? And for Peter said the world's going to burn up. You know, it's going to burn up with a fervent fire. We know that's going to happen. Why? Because the scripture says it's going to happen. You know, it's prophesied those things, and we have to go by what the scriptures say. We know that these things are going to happen because the scripture said that they're going to happen. You know, this is the New Testament test, uh, 2 Timothy 3.16. Uh, it says the doctrine, uh, doctrine is, uh, uh, is profitable for, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, instructions, and in righteousness. You know, so in, uh, you know, in other words, it's saying the scriptures are good for these things. All scriptures are given by inspiration of God. In other words, the scriptures wasn't written by those, wasn't given by those men that wrote them. The scripture was given to them to write by, by the Holy Spirit. And they say all scriptures are given by inspiration of God and it's possible for, for correction, reproof, instructions, and righteousness. 
You know, so we know that those things are good to teach people because the Bible said they were. You know, the scripture said these things are good for those things to help correct people. Scripture to help uh, uh, teach people about righteousness. You know, it, it's enough to uh, uh, correct people. You know, we can use the scriptures to correct people. You know, we use it to teach people. We use it to, uh, uh, and then it said a man of God, you know, is furnished in all good works. When you learn the scripture, it said a man of God is furnished in all, into all good works. You know, so we know that we, we can do good works if we go by what the scripture says. So we have to continue to follow the scripture. You know, uh, Peter, 2 Peter 1.21 also, you know, talks about, it said, Christ on days before the foundation of the world and manifested these last times for you by him uh, believing God that made him, that raised him from the dead. In other words, you know, uh, Christ was ordained from the foundation of the world. How do we know? Scripture says, you know, we know that Christ didn't, wasn't just an afterthought of God, which a lot of people try to say, you know, is God, Christ, uh, you know, the, what happened we got now was an afterthought because the first thing didn't work. You know, and when Adam and Eve didn't work, God had to go back and make a new plan. And that plan was sending Jesus Christ to the world. Well, that plan was already in, in the play before the world was even found. You know, God knew what he was going to have to do. He knew man was going to be a physical being that going to have a desire for this world and he was going to sin. You know, God knew that when he made man. You know, because he knew man wasn't going to be perfect. You know, this body is not perfect. You know, this body, you know, we, we two different entities. You know, we're a physical body and we're a spiritual body. The spiritual body wants spiritual things. The physical body wants physical things. And sometimes we follow that physical part of our body. You know, who want those physical things. So, and then in, in our mind, you know, is, is part of that physical thing. And sometimes we think about bad things and we do bad things. Because, you know, that's the part of us that's human. But the spiritual part of us want to do what God wants. You know, but the physical part of us want to do what the world wants. So we have to make sure that we override that worldly part of us to follow that, follow that spiritual part of us. Again, anybody got any questions or comments? I don't want to take over the whole class. I want to give anybody an opportunity to, to have any kind of comment if they want to make any kind of comment. If you got a question, you can ask a question. Uh, we want to make this a, a class, you know, and make sure that everybody have the opportunity to participate. <clears throat> uh, proven prophecies. All right. Isaiah prophesied Christ would be born of a virgin in Isaiah 17, 7, 13 through 14. Did that happen? It said it was fulfilled in Luke 1, 26 through 35. In other words, it, it, it uh, was prophesied in Isaiah it was fulfilled in Luke, you know, so we see that those things, how we see that the scripture, you know, fulfilling itself, you know, it's, it's, it's predicting things and it's going back and tell how those things were fulfilled. You know, it just didn't just predict things were going to happen and then we just got to wait and find out, you know, it tells us that they was going to happen and it tells us when they was fulfilled, Yeah. so we get the whole picture of it. 
Michael prophesied Christ would be born in Bethlehem in Micah 5, 2. It was fulfilled in Matthew 2, 1 through 11. So we see that, you know, any time somebody prophesied in the Old Testament, it was fulfilled back in the New Testament. <clears throat> so we see that, though, you know, we, that we, can, we can count on the scriptures. You know, we can believe what the scriptures say. If the scripture says something's going to happen. If it, if it deemed to happen before our time, it's going to tell us that it happened. If it's deemed to happen our t after our time, it still tell us that it's, these things are going to happen and we just got to wait for them to happen. Yeah. You know, because, you know, just like I said, the judgment hadn't come yet, but is the judgment coming? That's what the scripture says, so that's what we got to go by. You know, is the world going to be destroyed by fire? That's what the scripture says, so we got to go by. You know, it, it prophesies that the world going to be destroyed by water. What happened? Floods came. You know, why, why did God have uh, Noah to build that massive boat? Because he predicted that it was flood was going to come and it was going to flood the whole old earth. And that's what happened. Well, it, you know, these things happen. Zechariah prophesied the price of Christ's betrayal would be 30 pieces of silver. All right? It came to pass in Matthew 27 9. You know, these things. You know, a little things like that. You know, why would that be important for them to prophesy way back in Isaiah and in, in Zechariah's time about 30 pieces of silver? You know, which seemed like a minute thing to be predicting hundreds of years before it happened. But it's to, you know, it's to make the, show, it's to put the scripture in the right perspective. You know, even though that 30 pieces of silver then don't seem uh, real prevalent to be predicted hundreds of years earlier, you know, it's just to show that these scriptures are accurate, how accurate the scriptures are. You know, Paul <clears throat> prophesied of the apostasy of the church. You know, so in other words, Paul is saying that, you know, the church is going, you know, uh, people are going to fall away from the church. You know, different things are going to happen. And so we see that these things did come to pass. You know, these things are coming to pass now. You know, uh, you know, we, you know, we have these things to continue to come to pass. You know, determining scriptures of the prophets, of the teachers. You know, um, we have the Bible to test teacher. The Bereans followed the rule, Acts 17 11. You know, they searched the scriptures daily. They followed that rule. You know, they searched the scriptures daily to make sure the things that the apostles was teaching them were what the Bible was saying. And we have, you know, we have people don't do that today. You know, they just go by what, what uh, people say. We don't want to go by what people say. We want to go by what the scriptures say. You know, because if I tell you something, and I say it came from scriptures, and if you don't go back and search what I said in the scriptures, it's just what I said. You know, that's why, that's why the fishers of men was so important. Because what the fishers of men course did was teaches you that when you teach somebody don't quote the scriptures to them or don't read the scriptures to them let them read the scriptures for themselves then they can't they can't justify not believing what the scriptures say because if I just quote them the scriptures they can you know they can not believe what I'm saying I said that I'm you know that I don't know what I'm talking about it, whatever, but if I let them read the scriptures, then they don't have no other way to deny it but try to go away around those scriptures. Yeah, and that's why you know, you know, I, you know, I got, I 
start making a habit now when I teach people, I don't quote scriptures to them. I find the scriptures and here, say here, read that. Yeah. Now, you know, they can read the scriptures for themselves and not depend on me to tell them what the scriptures say it. And then they can't say that, well, you just say a net of your own accord. You know, now they can read it, read it for themselves. Uh, we, should, we shouldn't believe an angel if his words contradict God's work. You know, um, so, you know, you know, you know Paul said, if, uh, uh, angels uh, teach you anything that we haven't taught you. That may teach you anything that we haven't taught you. Let that angel be accursed. You know, so we have to make sure that, uh, you know, even the angels is, is, is have to be punished uh, when they teach things that's not, that's not true. But we don't have angels teaching us today, but, you know, at some point in time, you know, angels were able to communicate with people. We don't have angels communicating with us today, but, you know, it still sets to us if somebody's teaching you something that's not in God's word, that person can be accursed. You know, so we want to make sure... Uh, faith delivered once for all. The Jew three said, contend earnestly for the faith which once was delivered unto the saints. So once was delivered unto the saints. You know, we don't have, you know, we don't have uh, anything else that was delivered. So if somebody come, you know, you got a lot of men now that said God came back and gave them something else. You know, that wasn't in the scripture. You know, I think that's what the Latter-day Saints saying that uh, God came to this, whatever the guy named that started the Latter-day Saints, and gave him a whole new set of scriptures. You know, uh, uh, if y'all got the book, it will tell all these different men that, you know, pr pr predicted different things, uh, all these different churches. But, you know, the Latter-day Saints uh, guy over the, over the Latter-day Saints said that, you know, angels came to him and gave him some new scriptures. You know, some up-to-date scriptures, some scriptures of our day and time. You know, uh, so, and Pete, you know, again, how many people is following the Latter-day uh, Saints? You know, millions. Uh, this rebuke, anyone who says, I have something that had nothing, that had not been revealed. If so, it is not faith. It is false history. You know, uh, let's see what time is it. Yeah. We ain't gonna have much time for this video. <clears throat> but uh, let's see. Take heed that no man deceive you, Matthew 24, 4. Said, be no more children tossed to and fro and carried away by every wind of doctrine. You know, you got all kind of documents out there. People writing new, new documents. You know, people trying to rewrite the Bible. Uh, people taking stuff out of the Bible. People adding stuff into the Bible. Uh, I had a friend of mine that I used to work with was a member of the Catholic Church and said that the Catholic, they rewrote the Bible and that's the Bible they had to read. They couldn't read the original Bible because they said they told them that they wasn't, they wasn't holy enough, I guess. So they had to rewrite the Bible so the layman people in the church could understand. So they couldn't read the original Bible, they had to read the Catholic Bible because they had some things in it that wouldn't that they supposed to have translated the original Bible, you know, for the Catholic people to read. You know, they couldn't read the original Bible. Now, I don't know if that's true now, but that's what they told me. That's what somebody that was a member of the Catholic Church told me, that they had a different Bible that they had to read. Do not uh, uh, permit sheep, uh, do not permit sheep clothing and fair speeches to deceive you in Matthew 7, 15. 
all right, with good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of men, Romans 16, 8. You know, and that's another thing, people with all these fair speeches and loud roaring, stomping and kicking and jumping around and, you know, they try to excite people. You know, and, and, and when you excite people, people can tend to believe you a little bit more because you're excited. It's just like singing. When you add music to singing, it excites people. That's why they want to hear it. You know, uh, you know, I had a, a one, uh, we was talking about music in the church, and I was, you know, trying to show them where music wasn't authorized, and they said, yeah, but uh, it makes me feel good. I said, well, you can listen to a blues song that make you feel good. I said, you know, it's, you know, it, it make you cry, it'll make you, it make your skin crawl. But, you know, that's not what we're after when we're singing. We, we're, singing. we're not singing for ourselves. We're singing to praise God. You know, it's, you know it, if it don't do anything, it should do something for you when you're singing for God. But if it don't do anything for you, you're supposed to be singing for God. You're doing it for God. Well, you, did you have your hand up? Just one little point. You see, the system. I just recently learned the 12 days of Christmas that we all kind of sing Learning something new every day. Uh, faith to follow teaches. Any man that add to these, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in the book. Revelation 22, 18. If any man take away from the words of the book of prophecy, God shall take away the part of the book of life from his holy and from his holy city and from the things which are written in the book. Uh, young prophet was deceived by the old prophet. You remember in First King, the old prophet, God told him not to go back and not to eat or drink wherever he go. And then he went, told one prophet, and he went on. When he, when he got to the old prophet, the old prophet convinced him to come back and eat. And when he went out, the lion killed him. And the old prophet had to get the old prophet had to go and bury him, you know, because he disobeyed God. God told him not to go back, not to eat, drink in any place until he get to where he was going. But the old prophet convinced them that God told him to do that. You know, and then he went back and he did it and it cost him his life. All right, uh, <clears throat> now this is where I want to get to. We're gonna, I wanna, I hope I can get this thing started. Can you start it for me, Chris? And we're gonna, this is just going over some false prophets of the day. I got this, a friend of mine puts this on Facebook. He's a member of the church in, in Texas. And uh, he put all these videos on, on the Facebook, and I thought this would go right along with this lesson. Like I said, it's a 30-minute video, but we're not going to have time to watch the whole video, if I can get it to play. But it, it talks about all these false teachers of the day. It played last night. It might not play today. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay, I think it covers some of like Kenny Copeland and George Myers and uh, it was, it's, it's covered several of them. It, uh, but like I said, it's a whole 30 minute video and it, and it shows all these different people, what they teach and uh, this prosperity gospel that they teach. Some teach that, 
in the, teach the little God doctrine, and some teach that they were apostles and, and different things of that nature. And, and, and a lot of them teaches that, uh, I think, what's, what's the guy in Texas with the big church? Uh, he was on there. Well, huh. I can't think of his name. Osteen. Uh, they, he, they say his was prosperity gospel. In other words, you know, he said if you can think it, you can do it. You know, that's how he, that's how he say, you know, and he said 99% of people with good people, you know, in other words, in other words, 99% of people, the people were, were generally good people, and that's mean those people were going to heaven. So, you know, uh, and we have one of them, I think George Myers said, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't, she stopped, she wasn't sinning anymore. You know, because if she was still a sinner, she couldn't be a Christian. You know, so, so she said she stopped. Once she stopped sinning, then that's when God had her to stop preaching. You know, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of good things on there. If, uh, if anybody want to look it up, uh, go to Facebook and look up. Uh, uh, okay, I can't remember his first name. Man. Well, as I know him. <laughs> he, uh, not Sylvester. We call him Sylvester, but his real name wasn't Sylvester. It's, what is his name? John. His last name is Johnson, but he put all kind of videos on his uh, Facebook page about false teachers and different things like that, and he got some good things on there. Uh, and if you want to uh, look him up, if I can think of his very like I said, because we, we, we always call him Sylvester. But his real first name is not Sylvester, <laughs> but his last name is Johnson. But we, uh, we, well, I don't know why we call him Sylvester. Maybe his middle name was Sylvester. <laughs> but we always call him Sylvester. But his, his name wasn't Sylvester. But he got he put a lot of he, he put a lot of good videos, a lot of good uh, things from the church on there. Uh, a lot of the ministers we've had come here before. He put on there. He put sermons from him on there. He got a sermon, a lot of sermons on there. Uh, uh, that uh, teach about false teachers. He got a lot of sermons on there about teaching about uh, the Church of Christ. So if you uh, if you get a chance to look it up, you know, just uh, look. And if I can remember his name after this lesson is over with, then I'll let you know. Anybody got any questions or comment uh, so far about this lesson? You know, we got to remember we have to be able to determine false teaching. You know, because if we don't, you know, it's going to continue to you know, draw people away from, uh, from us teaching them what the scripture is really saying. You know, because people are going to teach that if they become a Christian in their land, you know, all their trouble is going to go away. You know, all their financial trouble is going to go away. All their uh, physical troubles is going to go away. You know, a lot of people teach that if you become a Christian, you know, God going to heal you of all your uh, physical ailments. You know, God going, if you behind on your rent, you know, you become a Christian, God gonna make sure that rent is paid, you know. And you got a lot of these stories about people saying, well, when, when brother, uh, whoever minister that told me to do this and I got a check in the mail, that was enough to pay my house off, you know. Uh, we know that's not true, you know. We have to make sure that, you know, the thing that we teach is true. Remember, God, uh, God said, if the things that a prophet says, if it don't come to pass, then he's a false prophet. All right. 
Uh, thank you for your undivided attention. And uh, I don't know who got the next lesson. Who, does anybody know who got the next lesson? Oh, Chris. Mr. Chris got the next lesson. So he'll be inspiring you next, next Lord's Day. <clears throat>